Welcome to Humanly, the podcast providing allied health and integrative medicine practitioners with the most up-to-date, evidence-based and clinically relevant information. Here's your host, Daniel Reuters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Humanly podcast. My name is Daniel Reuters, and today I'm joined by Jody Allen. Thank you so much for being here today, Jody. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Jody is a clinical nutritionist. She's a yoga teacher and a mindfulness facilitator, and she's got a special interest in working with veterans and the first responder community. So, Jody, you've had a really interesting journey since you graduated a couple of years ago. There's been a lot going on for you, and I've been really impressed with the work that you've been doing. Uh, over the last couple of years. So would you just like to sort of talk about what your journey was um, as a student and then what you've done now that you've graduated? Yeah, look, it, it has it has been a long road. Um, it's been an exciting one and a challenging one as well. While I was uh, at uni, I went through, as many other people do, significant challenges, um, you know, I, I lost my mum to cancer. I went through a divorce. I uh, lost my grandfather all in the one year, my final year of, of uni. So the fact that I graduated was huge. <laughs> uh, it wasn't without its um, ups and downs and I wasn't even sure that I was actually going to finish my degree uh, quite, quite a few times there. It was a real... You know, dragging the knuckles over the line kind of thing. But I just had this visualization through the whole time I was at uni of my graduation. And I graduated and it was felt like a miracle. And the fact that I was also asked to to present the uh the graduation speak a speech at the convention center was pretty pretty huge as well. So I was pretty proud of myself just to get to graduating. And then, yeah, finding this career path that I had not even envisaged for myself while I was studying. So uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's been a road and I'm really happy to be where I am now working with the veterans and the first responders that um, really, you know, they need, they need our help and, yeah. So what drove you or what gave you that desire to actually start working with the veterans and the first responders? Because there's not a lot of clinical nutritionists that I know of that have come out and really focused on that area. No, and that's, you're right. And it wasn't my focus while I was even studying. I wasn't actually sure what I wanted to do with myself. And then uh, meeting my fellow graduate, uh, Meredith, Edwards, we were studying together. She was actually working, uh, teaching yoga with veterans. And I'm an ex-serving member. I've served for 14 years in the Air Force myself. And I had a presumption that this uh, organization, Mates for Mates, was mainly for injured ex-army serving members, which is quite often uh, the the people, the view that people have of it, the organization. And she said, come along, come along. So, and I joined and I became uh, a member of this organisation myself. And it just, it found me. Uh, Meredith was posted with her husband and she said, you would be awesome. Um, You belong here. And I I didn't have any qualifications at the time. And I remember thinking, yeah, this, this resonates with me. And I think because of my background as well, I was accepted with open arms and uh, I thought this is something that I could actually do. So I was very fortunate that I could study that uh, teaching meditation and yoga and teaching at mates whilst also uh, wrapping up my degree as well. So just through the connections I made at uni and my own background and my own story, it all has evolved from there. So I'm very grateful um, for, me- for meeting these people that have come into my life and this is where I am now. 
And it's really, really interesting because what I've observed over the years for anyone who doesn't uh, know me, I've been lecturing at various institutions around Australia for a number of years. And I've seen a lot of students come through and graduate and go on to do certain things. And most of them have done quite well. But you're a real standout in my mind, Jody, because you've really taken hold or taken control of exactly what's uh, happening now with, with the work you're doing. And you're really excelling and it seems to be coming quite um, easily for you in some regards. Yes. Well, because I am ex-military, I'm, I'm not a business person. So I don't have, I really don't have a business mindset, but I think the fact that go, go, just my background and in the history that I have has been able to make instant connections with the space that I'm working in. So it was a natural strength that I had that I actually didn't even realise. And it wasn't until uh, Meredith, my colleague, she she opened this world up to me that I didn't even, uh, had never even considered. And I think that gave me an instant strength in the field now that I'm working in because I have I already have it. I already have the background. Uh, people, there's an element of trust as well, especially in the veteran and first responder community. We have an instant rapport and we trust each other because I'm ex-serving as well. So I never thought while I was studying that I could use my background and and something that I already had in me to make a career for myself and I think that's why it's just snowballing at the moment and I'm getting uh, you know job offers and interviews and meeting people and I think because uh, and I'm so passionate about it as well and having a sense of purpose just gives me that drive continuously and it's just, yeah, when I said I'm not a business person, I don't know how to market myself. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's evolving and uh, at a rapid rate and it's exciting. So when you're talking about that passion and that you love what you do, why do you feel so passionate about the mate's program and for those that are listening now can you explain a little bit more about what mates is and why you think it's a really worthwhile and an important course yeah well so mates for mates are a non-profit organization and their main focus is to help with the rehabilitation of veterans and their family members that have been injured uh, through their service so that can be both physically and mentally, and often it's a combination of both. Not many of us get out of the defence force with uh, injury-free, unfortunately. It's very, very common it's just due to the nature of the job that we have. And uh, I'm definitely passionate about it because I see firsthand every week the power of connection, community, uh, how we can come together to you know help each other heal both physically and mentally and that's the main aim of the organization so uh, I frequently say I get goosebumps on a regular basis doing what I do because I see how powerful it is and you know as natural health practitioners we know on a deeper level you know the the mind-body connection and how it's all intertwined and how powerful it is when we can help help with that. When you started in this area, you had a little bit of resistance and it wasn't just smooth sailing for you because I, from my understanding and the discussions that I've had with you in the past is that there's not really any nutritionists or, or complementary medicine practitioners trying to get into this space so you had a bit of an uphill battle at the start 
Oh, definitely. And you were called Dan, it was, you know, in our last, my last year of uni, we had that discussion about I've studied the wrong degree. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not uh, covered by Medicare. And, you know, what have, what have I done kind of thing? But I know that, you know, within my soul, the natural health was, was right for me. And I didn't want to, uh, no disrespect to dietitians, but I didn't want to study, uh, you know, dietetics. So that's not the road that I wanted to go down. And I thought this is, I'm not going to be able to make a career out of this. And I felt it was, a, you know, I was taking a step, every time I'd make a step forward, I'd take a step back and I'm not going to be able to work with veterans because, you know, they're only they're only using, uh, especially on defence bases, they'll only use dietitians and because of the Medicare rebate and things like that. Uh, but I just, I've not let that, affect me personally I know that okay sometimes I may lose a job to a dietitian because uh, they can get a dietitian cheaper than they can um, get my hire my services and I've learned to be that's okay that that is that is okay because what I do is so unique that they they can't they can't get someone else that does what I do or it's not easy for them. There's not many people that do what I do and I think when you specialise in an area and you make yourself you make yourself reputable and uh, knowledgeable and this is what I do, this, this is my thing, this is my jam. And when I was first approached very early on after I graduated to work on a retreat with veterans and first responders, they were, oh, we'd like you to do nutrition and the yoga as a package. I had never even thought of doing that myself. And straight away, I didn't hesitate. I went, yeah, I can do that. No problem. And I had, then I went home and went, oh, God, I don't have no idea what I'm doing. But I've just, and I've done that multiple times since. I, I say yes in business. I say yes. I get asked to do things that I've never done before and I just say yes and then I worry about it or work out how to do it later uh, and that's gotten to me where I am now I think as well it's that just there's going to be some knockbacks and that's okay and there's plenty of work for all of us uh, and there's there's plenty of work for me and what I'm doing because it is that kind of niche I've found a niche and it's needed and and that's where I can stand out. You're, you're absolutely right. It is needed and obviously the fact that you're being sought out for your services and the information that you're providing and the assistance that you're providing to all of the veterans and the first responders is, is very valuable. So there's no doubt about that. Uh, and what I'd like to know is how what you're doing has actually been received by the mates members. They're obviously really getting a lot of benefit out of what you're uh, providing. Yeah. And well, I think for me, I can just see uh, the changes in so often mindfulness-based therapies and meditation and yoga can meet with uh, resistance and skepticism in uh, especially in the you know military community or even in the in the wider community as well there can be uh, people say oh I can't meditate or I, I can't do yoga so specifically what I do is for all injuries uh, so I teach a restorative yoga that's we don't get up off the mat so I have traumatic brain injury uh, I have people with um, amputees, stroke. So the fact that it's uh, open uh, to to any kind of um, injury or or incapacity that someone someone may have removes a lot of the stigma in that around it and the resistance around it as well. And I can see when they first come, okay, I'll give it a try, and then they're religiously there 
two to three times a week and their sleep is better. Just last night, one of the Vietnam veterans got up off the mat and he's, I know I'm going to go home now. I'm going to have the best sleep I'll have all week. And I just, you know, and that's the goosebump, the goosebump moments, you know, and uh, I can see it firsthand, the changes in in them. And some of them will come to a class in the beginning quite reserved or quiet or not making eye contact and things like that. And then within a few weeks, they're, they've made new friends, they're, they're talking, they're engaging, and they're really coming out of their shell. So that's the changes that I can visibly see. And, and obviously, they're feeling it, um, you know, mentally and physically as well. And that's the most rewarding part about it. That's the whole mind-body connection that we, you know, that we love and that we know about and that we can share. And that's, that's what I love to do. And I do that on retreats as well. It's fantastic. Well, it's, it really does sound like those results are speaking for themselves because you're observing the benefit and those in, as a part of the program are obviously seeing that benefit as well. Now, when you left the Air Force, was there any of this sort of service ab- available to you or is this really something that's pretty groundbreaking and, and new? Yeah, definitely. This is definitely new because when I discharged back in the early 2000s, you basically, you wore a uniform one day and civilians the next and you were sent on your way. I was I was given a gift by my workmates and I didn't have work. I had my back injury and I was left on my own and it was really mentally tough and just that tra- the transition. So now when we used to transition, it was that. It was basically you're in one day, you're out the next, that's it, see you later. So now thankfully uh, they're now calling it a transition. There's a transition team. There's, there's more awareness now over the support that we need to give veterans and the first responder community especially with those that have PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder from their service, that there needs to be uh, this, this care and, uh, you know, the, the mental health support uh, for when they're transitioning or when they're injured. And there's, more, there's so much more awareness around it now and the fact that, when I first started teaching the yoga and meditation, you know, it was a small class and it was getting bigger. And Meredith had a lovely, uh, a lovely base there of of uh, people coming along to mates, and the services now just getting bigger. I've been fortunate to be interviewed quite a few times now through magazines, newspaper articles, because mates mates are really wanting to push and promote. The fact that what we do is no no other service does it. No one else is doing this for for the veteran community. Uh, so it's really it is groundbreaking because it's now they're doing uh, starting to do programs through actual military bases that Meredith is involved in in Newcastle. So she's getting to do family uh, based programs with currently serving. Members, so what she's doing is groundbreaking as well with the currently serving, and I'm focusing on the uh, veteran and first responder community that are not serving anymore. So it's it's fantastic that it's getting accepted, and there's more knowledge out there, and there's more people, you know, coming coming along because they're learning more about it than uh, hey, this is something that. It's worked for other people. Maybe it'll work for me too. The thing that's sort of going through my mind at the moment is that in just such a short time, you've made an incredible impact in this area. And you're only really working with people around Brisbane. So is there any other types of these programs happening in other capital cities 
or are we sort of just looking at something at its infancy here? Well, the well, the the good news is so I know unfortunately with COVID, you know, there have been so many negative ramifications uh, with you know employment and you know the, in the health space and that as well. But fortunately, one positive outcome for me personally and business-wise to come out of that is that it has shown the need that for online delivery of services. So I'm very, uh, I can't say too much about it because it's in the early stages at the moment, but we're developing wellness programs that can be delivered online. So they'll be uh, nationally based and also uh, in-person, you know, three-day wellness programs and that as well. And so that is also new and a positive uh, outcome that there's so many veterans, especially uh, in remote remote locations, that don't uh, get to participate. We only have a few centres around Australia. Townsville, there's a new one opening uh, in the Northern Territory and there's one in Tasmania. So it's very expensive to build a family recovery centre and have all of these services. So the great thing is, is we've been talking for a couple of years about delivering them online, but there's never been the real push or need. And what we've been through in the last few months has really uh, brought this out and we're getting funding and it's it's great because the positive thing is is that now more people around Australia will be able to access these and I, and I know even part of, as part of uh, a member of Yoga Australia, so many yoga teachers now and nutritionists as well are delivering online services where they weren't before. So it's furthering our reach. So there is, you know, I think that is a positive thing to come out of that as well. Absolutely. There is definitely something positive that comes out of something not so positive. Yeah. And I'm really glad to hear that you're looking at delivering this online and changing the way in which it's been traditionally delivered because you'll be able to help a lot more people. And I really do think the work that you're doing is going to help a lot more people. I'm really excited to see where you are in a few years' time with all of this. And on that point, I just wanted to maybe allow you to dream a little bit here, but <laughs> where, do you, where do you see this going? What's it going to look like in five years' time? Oh, look, the world's my oyster. <laughs> and the, the visualisation, the visualisation is big because I think being ex-military, uh, I was having this conversation with, uh, an ex-serving friend the other day and we can because we're taught to you know work within our like this is your rank I was a corporal that was where I was you know I never made decisions outside of my you know my specific job that was it this is what you do there's your task that's it so it's a whole new you know type way of doing things for me is thinking thinking big, thinking the bigger picture. And that's been a real learning curve for me. So, you know, and that's the same when I first arrived at Mates and uh, I had the opportunity, I was, I will be, I will be your new resident nutritionist. I will be, you know, delivering these programs Australia-wide. I will be promoting. And I remember being told then, uh, okay, you know, just don't, don't get too carried away. We don't, we don't do nutrition services and that kind of thing here. Well, it may be two years down the track, but it's happening. So it's, I see in five years that it, this, you know, there'll be centres, there'll be so many more people meditating and doing yoga and looking after their nutrition and their mental health. And, uh, you know, I've been, can't say too much about that either, but I've been asked to be on a TV show uh, delivering nutrition uh, being the nutrition advisor for a TV show. So that's pretty cool. That's reaching more people. So for me, when I think big, so many, 
I listen to podcasts that uh, other podcasts and you know they're great in inspiring people and and giving you drive and things like that but so many of them I've noticed as well I know we were talking about this the other day they're focused on you know they're focused on money how to make how to be a seven-figure yoga teacher how to uh, you know, make money through your website and things like that. For, for me, I've not ever focused on the money or the income or how much I, yes, I know we need to put food on the table, but how much money I need to make every year or I want to be a millionaire or, you know, maybe that's a little bit high, but being focused on the money, whereas for me, I, I want to focus on my reach. Can I reach more people? Uh, and educate and have a sense of purpose and since I've found all this this purpose has found me really it is it's changed everything and you know the drive then comes naturally and I know not everyone can do the job they love or find their purpose easily but my purpose has come through like I said earlier, my what my strengths are that I didn't even really realize I had, it was someone else actually, you know, one of my friends actually uh, exposed that to me and, and then it just set me on this trailblazing. I think because I have this purpose, then comes the passion comes with it and the enthusiasm comes with it. When I did my very first nutrition presentation I was as nervous as anything and I thought you know I I can't do this and then I thought you know what I don't know everything about nutrition I never will none of us will but do I know more than what more than most people in this room yes I do do I believe am I saying anything that's outside of my scope or what I don't know about no I'm not I'm just going to go out there. And I was so excited and I was in front of a bunch of uh, veterans and first responders and at the end of it they were all hyped up and one of the guys just said to me, I don't know what was going on there. And he said, but we all just looked at each other and said, whatever she's eating, we want to eat it too. (laughs) I was just just bringing it and I thought it's just, yeah, bringing it – bringing it to the table and and, uh, having that belief in myself and the bigger picture. So I'm not focused towards in the next five years. I know the the money will come and, you know, the work is is coming and I'm just naturally attracting it, thankfully, but I think it's also too because uh, I am passionate. I'm passionate about it and uh, and I think that comes across and that, that energy, I have a lot of energy uh, and positivity about it as well because I know how much I can help people, whether it be nutrition, uh, consultation or a presentation, I know that I can give someone just one thing that they go and, you know, change you know, habits change with just one small thing, job done, and and there's my purpose. And that gets me up out of bed every morning. I've got another meeting, you know, and l- last week I had so many meetings. I'm like, oh, well, I did not think that this was ever going to happen. And it's, you know, it's amazing. It's just going to keep snowballing, Jody. so you better get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I got my big girl pants on and I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know, with with anyone who's pioneering and I would consider you a pioneer because you're really going into uncharted territory here. Mm. There's a lot of barriers at the start, I think, for someone to overcome and it sounds like you were able to overcome those barriers barriers sure there were some challenges there but it seems to me like the belief in yourself the the passion that you have and the belief in what you're actually teaching people has been one of the key things to to get you to overcome those barriers are there any other 
the pieces of advice that you could offer students or recent graduates uh, in regards to what they could do when they're faced with a challenge or a barrier? Yeah, definitely. I think the most important thing that I constantly have in my head is value your worth. Value your worth and value your time. And this is one of the pearls of wisdom that I got from you at uni. Uh, There were many. (laughs) But, uh, you know, having just just really sticking to what your what your values are and believing in yourself because the self the self doubt creeps in and especially when you get knocked back and you you know I've lost a couple of uh, you know jobs to to dietitians uh, and I think okay you know that that's fine that's fine and you know one of my first quotes I sent out to a retreat you know uh, it wasn't cheap and I didn't hear for from them for a week or more and I thought then the self-doubt started to creep in I wasn't out of uni long and I thought oh I've charged too much and should I you know should I change it and I drafted an email I was going to knock a few hundred or five hundred dollars off and I thought no just wait because I had your voice in my head saying value your worth you you know if you start too cheap you can't go up from there kind of thing and value your time as well and so I just left the drafted email there and the next thing you know I get an email with the full schedule thank you can't wait to have you on board and the funny thing is is yesterday I received an email from a retreat and they said can you please send us your provider number. So we'd like to claim some Medicare uh, rebate on your services. Uh, Can you send that to us as soon as possible? And I thought, oh, no, here we go. I'm going to lose this job and it's going to go to a dietitian because they can claim the Medicare. And I thought, no, take a deep breath. You win some, you lose some. It's okay. And I just went about and I had another meeting. I had things to do, went about my day and a few hours later uh, because I sent an email back saying and I was going almost going to apologize I was going to say sorry I don't have uh, Medicare access Thought no don't apologize and I said my qualifications don't uh, don't allow me to uh, you know claim claim Medicare if this is a you know if this is an issue claiming or delivering my services can you let me know and then a few hours later, I received an email saying, no, 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 that's no problem at all. We're just seeing where if we can claim where we can. We can't wait to see you. So I thought, yes, just stick with it. Just stick with it. So because what I'm delivering is, is special, is unique, and I believe in it, and I'll just stick with it. And I think that's for if you're a new graduate, you know, a lot of us think we have to go straight into clinic. And I went into clinic last year thinking, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. And it's great being in clinic and, and working with people and it's very rewarding and it is challenging. It's tough and it takes a long time to build a client base. But it's not, there's so many of us, you know, as well. There's work for everyone but it's also thinking outside the square as well. I'm I'm going to make a living out of not being in clinic, you know. And it's thinking out what what can you do? What's different that you can do that people will seek your services out? What what is your background? What is your strength? You know what can you what can you bring that's different and definitely always just having the belief in yourself and your knowledge and continuously learning it's uh you know you can you can make you can make it yourself uh with those you know that powerful positive the positive self-talk as well because the negative talk is going to creep in you know it's still sometimes you know it briefly rears its head with me and you know, I think, no, it's okay. I'm not, you know, and this is what I do with meditation and mindfulness. We're not, 
forcing these thoughts or, you know, pushing them down or, or anything like that. They come, you acknowledge them, I see you, thank you very much, and then I send those thoughts on their way. See you later. I'm coming back to I'm going to do some amazing stuff here. Let's just keep going. That's because it's yeah. Sorry, it's it's really about creating your own reality, and I know that a lot of people probably don't put a lot of weight behind that statement, but I see it all the time that people create exactly what they want, and you've created that. You you have followed your dream and your passion and now you're starting to live it and I think you're a wonderful example of what people can do when they put their mind to something and I'm I'm glad that you went into clinical practice and I'm also glad that you're working with larger groups of people so being in clinical practice is is good mm. uh, but you're very limited to the amount of people that you can actually influence and exactly. um, make positive changes. So with the work you're doing here, you're changing the lives of hundreds, probably going to be thousands if not tens of thousands of people over the coming years. And that's far more than you would ever be able to or far more impact than you'd ever be able to have just seeing one client every hour or so. Yeah. Um, it's an incredible reach. Exactly. And that's after spending some time in clinic, you know, I, I would see one client for an hour and it would be one person, yet I would then go off to my job at mates and there'd be 25 people there in the same hour that I could help influence positive change. And that for me felt way more powerful uh, and, again, a valuable use of my time. And so now it's, I think, imagine how many people I could reach on a television show. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's, and the same with this online delivery of services and that as well. It's, it's not just, I'm just working with some people who can come to my clinic in Brisbane in West End. It's, I can reach, like you said, hundreds of people, maybe thousands. And, and that's really rewarding in itself. Jody, you mentioned you're in clinic in West End. For anyone who's interested in looking up your clinic, what do you have a website or how would people find you? I'm not in clinic anymore. So luckily it was good timing. I left clinic just before the whole COVID situation came about. So I only see uh, a few, maybe half a dozen one-on-one -on -one clients at a time outside of everything else that I'm doing because I do invest a lot of time in my one-on-one. -on so I do mostly the uh, retreats and the group activities and corporate non-profit. But I do have a website that's jodiallennutrition.com. So it's J-O-D-I-A-L-L-E-N. <laughs> I was about to give my Hotmail email address out there. Oh, don't give that out. <laughs> <laughs> don't give that oh, out. That was hilarious. Sorry. Uh, my website is jodiallennutrition.com. So it's J-O-D-I-A-L-L-E-N nutrition.com. Uh, and I have a Facebook page as well that you can link through with that. But uh, I've got some articles and that on there on my website, which I, I built myself very proudly. So not tech savvy, but I try my best. But uh, that was a new thing to get into as well. But, yeah, so that's that's me in a nutshell. I think that the experiences that you have and the knowledge that you have developed now over the last period of, of two, three years um, is really, really valuable. And I think that you can not only just help a lot of clients and the general public and, and the veterans and first responders, but I also think that your journey can be used um, as a fantastic example to inspire up-and-coming clinical nutritionists, so whether they're students or whether they've just recently graduated. 
What is your advice to students who are in clinic or student clinic at the moment, they're about to graduate or they've recently graduated and they're not sure about what they want to do? Yeah, that's that's a really good one. I think have brainstorm it if if you can't think of what you may want to do with with yourself do some brainstorming write down some things on a, a piece of paper or, or talk to your family and f- friends about what they see your strengths are because my strengths were there and I didn't even I didn't even realize it but so you know maybe you helped a family through, member through a chronic illness with your knowledge that you've gained through through studying or you've overcome, especially something that's personal, you've overcome a personal health condition or something other yourself, that can be, there's that connection with the, you know, who the, you, who you want your client to be. And I think then you naturally, through word of mouth, you, you naturally see. I noticed that when we were in clinic, one of us would attract people with gut issues. One of us would attract uh, someone with sleep issues. It, it just kind of seemed to naturally happen. The universe put it out there or something. I don't, I don't know. But really, what is your strength? What is your passionate? What are you really? What are you passionate? What are you really passionate about? And what drives you what's your thing what is your thing and I think then that's where the evolution happens of where your career takes you because you have that natural strength within you and even if right now you think well I don't know what that is I don't have one I bet you do you just don't know it yet and you you haven't spent maybe you haven't spent the time of really uh, thinking about what that is, or it may be someone else that can say, "Look, you're you're an amazing empath. You're a great listener. You got me through, you know, a really difficult time, or healed my gut, or something other like that." Because when people are looking for help, it's often because they have, you know, a specific reason. And can you connect with that? And I think that's where. That's where the magic happens. <laughs> and they're, they're really wise words, Jody, that you've just said there. I was also going to say, and this may not resonate with you, but maybe students have ideas about things that they want to do or a recent graduate has an idea and that self-doubt creeps in mm. and they think, oh, it's too big, it's too I'd, I'd never make that. I'd never be able to get to that point. So they give up before they even start to try. So what I feel has happened for you possibly is that you've had that original idea and you've been persistent with it and you haven't taken no for an answer at any one point in time. You've always tried to find a solution. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it is uh, it is definitely persistence because, you know, a couple of years ago when I was having those discussions about inmates, you know, I and I, I was a little bit cocky. <laughs> I will be your new yoga teacher. I I will be your nutritionist. I will be doing these well being programs. You know, and it's taken time, but uh, I've yeah, I've just stuck with that belief and it's all coming true just as how I was studying at uni I visualized just simply receiving my degree and and wearing the hat and the cape whatever their proper names are that was that was what drove me the whole time because that was going to be a huge achievement for me and yeah, I think just keep keep that visualization up of the end game. Uh, don't give up. Take the setbacks in your stride, and and that's because I've had plenty. You know, the fact that I even graduated is just you know crazy in itself, and that I've got this career that I never even dreamed of. That that I've just keep continually moving forward. 
and we're all going to have the negative self-talk and the setbacks but just take them in your stride and just keep you know it's almost as if I willed things to happen just through sheer tenacity and grit someone sent me uh, an image some time ago of uh, you know the true the meaning of grit you know and they said you you epitomize grit and it was I was like I hang on to stuff with my teeth and I just hang in there (laughs) (laughs) and I do it's just hanging in there and uh yeah and just keep saying yes even if you feel like you want to say no just say yes anyway you can do it well Jody you you do hang in there and I admire your perseverance and I admire everything that you've been doing I want to ask you whether or not you feel like the training that you got throughout your degree prepared you for the things that happened once you had entered into the workplace. Look, I think one of the best parts, like I love, I loved being in clinic and being in a real clinic scenario. Uh, I thrived on that and that really did help me move straight into seeing clients after I graduated. I I did thrive on that and I love that. Uh, Yeah, and just, you know, the whole, the the learning experience of being at uni and the connections that I made, the friendships that I made uh, that I still have now. They're my, you know, we call ourselves the nutri- nuts are us or something <laughs> rather on Facebook Messenger, keeping those connections. And, yeah, I think I think it. a lot of when you're at uni, though, we do think that we do have to, like I said before, we do have to come out into to clinic. And I think for, for me it's think bigger than that. You know, maybe clinic is not going to be your thing and, and that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I answered that. No, like, it it sounds it sounds like what you're saying is that you get prepared as best you can from what you're studying, but then when you leave, you really need to have a great network of other clinicians, other recent graduates or students or your yeah, peers definitely. who you can support and bounce off. Yeah, and so we we frequently through our messenger group with my my friend I call them friends, colleagues, graduates, uh, you know, they're an amazing group of like-minded because we are we're we're studying the same thing, we're like-minded, we have this connection. You know, I know that I've made friends for life through these guys and but we, you know, if we've got a troubling case or we're confused about something, you know, we bounce ideas off each other and we we go through, you know, the, the flat moments of do I keep doing this? Do I need a day job, you know, to support to support what I'm doing? And we help each other, you know, and it, it's really great to know also that just remember your your colleagues and your fellow students they're going through the same thing you are. You, you're not alone. Even when you graduate, keep keep the connections that you've made while you're at uni and we support each other and I feel ever so grateful for that, that it's almost like being in the, in the military, you know, you make these friends for life and that's, and that's what I have done through my time at uni at Torrens and I was grateful for that and, yeah, just keep those connections and uh, you can support, keep your support networks around you because every, we're all going through the same thing and we're all thinking the same thing as well. So you're not, you can feel, especially when you're working on your own in clinic, you can, you can, can feel quite isolating even though you're seeing clients all the time from a pro- professional perspective you can actually feel a little bit isolated and there's no one there to, you know, tell you to stop doubting yourself. You're doing an amazing job. So, uh, and, and you are, just keep, just keep going and, yeah, really draw on those support networks if you can. 
and making them if you haven't already. Well, I might just give you a little bit more positive feedback now, Jody. that you are doing what you should be doing and I think you're doing a wonderful job. So don't let any self-doubt creep in and keep moving forward. And I'm so excited for you and, and to see where the next chapter of all this is going to take you. And just on that point, because there's been so much happening for you over the last couple of years, can you think of a time or can you think of what the most defining point of your career has been so far? Oh, there's there's been a few. When I first thought about this question, the first thing came to mind is just when I sit there and I have a group of students in front of me and I just get goosebumps and I smile because I think I've got the best job in the world. But probably the thing that has been like the pinnacle was uh, last year I was invited to the Governor General of Australia's house at Kirribilli, uh, hobnobbing with the hoi polloi as my dad called it, and I was all dressed up and I was in the gardens of the Governor General's house uh, and it was acknowledging the work that I'm doing with the veteran community and Prince Charles was on a big screen and I'm just standing there on the grass and I'm looking over the harbour and I just started laughing and I thought, what is Jodie Allen doing at the Governor-General of Australia's house? (laughs) (laughs) What? And and I know my dad was stalking me on uh, Find My Friends on his phone to see where (laughs) where I was throughout the whole day and I just thought, this is is insane and this is – this is huge that it's I'm being acknowledged for I'm doing something different I'm doing something special how did I get here and so a little bit of a bragging thing but also a pinch me moment almost felt like a bit of an imposter at one stage there the room was filled with you know, dignitaries and politicians and all that kind of stuff and here's little Jody Allen in the corner and I just thought, wow, just own it. This is awesome. So, and that's that in itself has led to some work as well. So, and that was with the Prince's Trust of Australia. So, yeah, uh, and hopefully, I think there's going to be there's going to be some more pinch me. What am I doing here? Moments to come because I'm going to will it to happen. <laughs> well, Jody, don't forget about. Us when you're uh, a big famous TV star. Yeah, I'll try not to. Yeah, yeah. Working, <laughs> working for the for the royal family uh, or whatever you may be doing. Thinking big. That's thinking big. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't doubt that you can actually um, that you can get there. I, I think whatever you put your mind to, you will actually make happen. And that's why I believed in you so much over the years, and I've sort of tried to follow you to some degree because I think what you're doing is really interesting. It's breaking the mold, right? It's not the sort of typical type of path that most graduate clinical nutritionists would take. Yeah. And I actually think that this is what you've done is going to open up a lot of different pathways for people. Um, maybe just not in in veterans uh, affairs or or working with veterans and the first responders, but giving people the inspiration to chase the dream that they've been thinking about for the longest time. Yeah, Uh, and I hope that, you know, even if this just helps one person, one graduate, one someone that's still at uni, that you can have you know, you can have multiple setbacks and challenges, but you can still, you can still make it, you can still get there and just, you know, don't lose faith in yourself uh, and, you know, yeah, believe in yourself and value your worth. And, and Dan, I really appreciate, I appreciate you having me on the, your podcast, but also, you know, when I was at uni, the fact that you you were a clinician and you brought real world, uh, real time experience to, I always looked forward to our lectures because 
you know, there's so many things that still stick in my mind that, you, you know, and the fact that I'm doing these retreats is and getting paid what I do get paid is because of, you know, a very simple, you know, thing that you said is value your worth and that stayed with me and I'm still charging those fees to this day. Um, you know, that that was invaluable advice for me. So, you know, thank you back. <laughs> well, you've, you're very welcome, Jody. And, you know, it's the least that I can do. I want to see you do really well and I want to see all students and, and all natural therapists succeed and do really well. Yeah. Just please go on. Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, there's I hope that people don't, you know, lose faith in the industry that we're in whilst we may not be recognised by Medicare and all private health cover and, and all that kind of stuff that's, you know, still it's it's ongoing and, and may take years to change, but we can still be united in, uh, you know, our strength of our education and, you know, the the knowledge that we have and just believing in that and that people want it, people need it and people are searching out for it uh, and that's, you know, there's we're in a health crisis so whilst there, you know, there's, there may be many of us, um, we can be united in bringing what we have um, out there. I completely agree. I completely agree with what you've just said. We have to be united. We have to come together as one voice. And I think that there has been a lot of division in the natural medicine industry over the last little mm. while, but we're getting there. And little by little, things are improving and, and things are, are moving in the right direction. And it's like with anything – Anything good takes time. So if everything just happened tomorrow, I don't think we'd appreciate it. Yeah. I think we have to go through these trials and tribulations to come through the other side and go, all right, well, now we really value what we've got and we really value our education and we, we value the uh, ability for us to practice and to treat people. It's all yin and yang. You've got to have you know, a little bit of good within a lot of bad and a lot of good within a little bit of bad. There's always those payoffs there. So yeah, exactly. It's that comes back to that perseverance thing and not taking no for an answer really. Yeah. And, and also that it, it all takes, it takes time. You know, I, I haven't, this hasn't all happened overnight, whereas it does feel like it's uh, snowballed. It's been a, it's been a very slow snowball. It's, you know, over, it's evolving over a couple of years and things are just happening now that I was, you know, have been working on for a couple of years and, but it's happening and, and the reward is all the sweeter because I'm thinking, yes, it's finally, these things are finally uh, happening and, you know, that I visualized, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, so it does take a little bit of patience as well. I'm not the overly most patient person in the world, but with you know, meditate a lot out of that. <laughs> but uh, it it pays off, and it's just yeah, that perseverance. Uh, it you know it doesn't all happen overnight, but I think the world is changing, and you know we're we're along for the ride, and we have a part in it, and. It's going to happen in our time for sure. I'm willing it. <laughs> As am I. Yep. <laughs> Look, Jody, thank you so much for coming along today and joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. I know you're extremely busy and you've got a lot going on. Were there any concluding remarks or anything that you'd like to leave us with before we wrap up for today? Oh, look, thank you so much for having me. And I just think, yeah, at the at the end of the day, that really if you can just come away with one thing is belief in yourself and, yeah, just and just keep moving forward. 
um, no matter what your dream is, you can do it and it can come true. And that's it from me. <laughs> Once again, thank you, Jody, for being here. I really appreciate your time. And for everyone listening at home, uh, just to uh, let you know, Jody Allen's website again, if you want to make contact with her, it's Jody Allen nutrition.com thank you so much for listening really appreciate uh, your time and I hope that we're able to talk again in the future Jody. I'll uh, keep watching what you're doing with a uh, very interested eye that's great thanks so much for having me and thanks everyone for listening it's been a pleasure Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions or comments, head on over to humanly.com slash podcast and join the discussion. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and become part of our growing community of like-minded health professionals. Until next time.